Hello and thanks for joining us for the Steephill Careers podcast where we talk about different challenges students can face as they pursue their graduate career. Today we're talking about application overwhelm and for this episode we are joined by Jordan Mason who is currently working at the university in a graduate role. So hi Jordan, welcome to Steephill Careers. Let's start with an introduction. Can you tell everyone a little bit about yourself and your current role? Cool, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm Jordan. I, um, I graduated last year um, from the University of Lincoln. Uh, and I studied sport and exercise science. Um, my interests were uh, like obviously sport. I've always quite liked football, uh, table tennis, things like that. When I was a student, I was the president of the futsal society, the futsal club in my third year and the table tennis club in my second year. Um, so I always kind of liked committing myself to a lot of things on top of my, my course. My current role, I'm a graduate project engagement assistant um, and that's working on the graduate skills builder, um, which is this office for students project, which basically put students into work experience of local businesses on uh, business focused projects. Um, so that's a lot of fun. I'm really enjoying that at the minute. Well, thank you, Jordan. And before you were offered this role, what was your experience with searching for a graduate job? So you had some experience. You mentioned you were um, part of the, the president of the society. Um, but what was your job searching experience for graduate roles? When I when I graduated uh, last year, this was my first time uh, kind of like actively job searching is how I'd describe it. It was the first time where I was actively looking for jobs and I didn't have something along the side like for example when I was a student if I was looking for a part-time job I still had my student loan and I was still a student whereas this time I'd graduated and there was just looking for jobs and there was nothing to distract me from that if that makes sense um, and I found quite a lot of job applications to be uh, overwhelming and excessively challenging and like it was my first time out on my own with a lot of responsibility riding on these job applications and some of them were quite long quite difficult um, and it, I felt quite a bit of pressure for that, really. Did you seek any support at the time? What kind of situation um, were you in? Uh, at first, I didn't. I, it was something that I kind of took on as my own responsibility. I kind of thought, it's me that's searching for jobs. It's me that's got to, to deal with this and that's got to uh, use it. Um, but then as time went on and it, it got more and more challenging, there was um, a few friends that I spoke to who would like they'd worked in different positions for uh, quite a few years. So they were quite good at this kind of thing. And they gave me some quite good advice, things like that, and like proofread my my answers and just kind of directed me really kind of facilitated me in in uh, in my applications whether that was helping with my cv or personal statements or um like proofreading uh like questions that some job applications have things like that um so yeah at first i kind of isolated myself really and took it under myself and then as it went on i realized i could actually use a little bit of support is when i I'd reached out and um, used it. You mentioned that um, some of the job applications when you were looking at graduate level roles and um, you found the applications quite long, they were quite challenging and a little bit overwhelming, um, but you have had part-time jobs in the past as well. So what was the difference you think when you were applying for these graduate jobs versus when you've applied for part-time roles in the past? I think the, the main difference was, uh, like I said, the part-time jobs has always been alongside something else. So. Uh, like for example, like I've had I've had quite a lot of part-time jobs uh, the last few years. So when I was like 13 or 14, um, I took on a paper round, but that was like that wasn't like an official uh, like I didn't apply for that and didn't have like a job interview and such. It was there was an advert at my local corner shop and I said, Oh like I'd like to do the paper rounds. So then they gave me the job. And then there's other things like even when I was at university as well, uh, the students union needed a referee for the five side league. I'm a referee, so it wasn't like an official application or official interview. It was kind of uh, it was a lot more casual. Um, but not only that, there was also, like I said, um, as I was a student alongside that, even back when I was like 13 or 14, if I said to the corner shop, I'd like the paper round and they said no, it wasn't really a big deal because I was I was only 13 years old, like I was only a school student, whereas this time around, 
uh, I've graduated. If I apply for a job and they say no, I don't have anything to fall back on. Like my, my student loans was gone. Like that was, I had my last student loan payment. It was kind of like my only focus was to find a job now, um, which is something that I, I think I kind of quite struggled with that uh, transition from being a student and having a part-time job on the side to actually now I need to find a job. I need to find my career as such. So you have graduated and you're starting to formally job hunt to start your career. Without naming any specific companies, can you give more detail about what you found challenging or overwhelming about the application process? So you mentioned your part-time job may be informal, a bit more informal, um, and you, you may be starting to feel that pressure of I need to find a, a paid job when I graduate. What were the applications actually like when you got down to doing them? So like, there was kind of two routes I went down. There was one of... Uh, Indeed, so like I had my Indeed CV and then obviously on Indeed you can like click, do like a one click thing. So there was that one that I'd done, which was, uh, it was obviously it was very simple and very straightforward and I would tailor my CV for the, the roles I was applying for. Um, but that was uh, kind of, I mean, I didn't, re- I didn't hear back from very many of them. So that was, it was very disheartening uh, in that respect. But then the other route I went down was um, what I'd call like more actively job searching where I would go on to, um, actual like organization websites and find what they're going and their application processes are a lot more drawn out um in a way it felt like a bit of a test uh, rather than like a job application not only with like their, their questions and their assessments that they have but just kind of like i i always felt like there was this standards to maintain it wasn't that i was like this is me this is what i have to offer it was kind of like i've got to match their expectations of what they what they want um and i've always considered myself be I think I'm quite employable like like I said being like a president of societies and referee and things like that I've always done things uh, on top of my degree or on top of uh, school when I was younger so I think I've got quite a lot on my CV and I think I've got a lot to offer but it just felt like I was trying to prove myself in these applications really um I found them to be quite long quite drawn out and like and yeah just like it was like a test and it was quite overwhelming that it felt like I was uh constantly being assessed and then wouldn't hear back from a lot of them as well that was quite disheartening to think that like they didn't even uh, acknowledge the application like they, they acknowledged the application in that you got like a confirmation email but then you wouldn't even be like oh i'm sorry we've gone down a different route or something like that and that could be quite disheartening and you did have one um particular experience where i think um on that sort of note of feeling the pressure to meet their expectations i think you mentioned to me when we spoke previously um that you kind of felt like you were trying to make yourself um, fit into their expectations rather than being yourself in the application process um, but having said that you felt quite confident about the application and you were in fact given some positive feedback but it was quite frustrating for you because you weren't successful for that role so can you tell us a little bit more about that and what what you've learned since then yeah um, so yeah I uh, back in uh, some point last year uh, not long after my my course had finished um, I applied for this job. Uh, it was one of the, it was quite a large organisation said like a very uh, formal, quite drawn out application process where like you have like your personal statement sections, all of your education and work experience, that kind of stuff. But then they had quite an extensive, um, uh, I don't really know what to refer to as, but like they are asked questions about what you do in this scenario and, um, and things like that really. And it was uh, not the kind of role that I would have expected myself to go into uh, having done a sports science degree but it, it still looks like quite a nice role like it was quite uh, customer facing I like to think of myself as quite a people person I'm quite extrovert so I do like um, customer facing roles um, so I, I just feel like the idea of it it just wasn't really the the industry I expected to go into 
Um, but yeah, I spent a lot of time on this um, this application. I was really happy with with how I'd uh, answered their questions and things like that. I think it was really could was a strong application to the best of what I could done to my ability and what my experiences are and things like that. So I sent it off and was quite quietly confident about it. Um, and then I heard back a few weeks later and they said like, we're really sorry, um, we've, uh, we haven't offered you an interview, which on, on the one hand, it was quite nice of them to actually get back to me for once, but it was also quite disheartening that I'd sent off this application, which I thought was quite strong and I hadn't, and hadn't had any luck with it. And so I emailed them back and was just like, I, like that's fine. Um, is there any chance you could offer me some feedback? As like, I was really interested in this role and I'd like to know how I could improve. Um, and they got back to me and they said, like, your application was really strong and you've met the benchmark, but we've just had so many applications that have met the benchmark that we've just gone down a different route. And uh, although it was kind of, it was quite nice to hear that I've met the benchmark and it was a good application, it was at that moment where I kind of realised, uh, like, what now? Like, if this is one of my strong applications, which I'm really happy with and it's not enough, what am I going to do now in, like, what if this happens every time? It was kind of like I hit a wall and thought, what now really which is something which i would not really had before because um like i said like as a, if i would not got a job in the past it would be fine because i'm a student and i can just find another part-time job but this was this was it now if i couldn't find a full-time job what am i going to do uh, i think to be honest the coronavirus pandemic probably weighed quite a lot on that and that there was a lot of pressure uh, obviously the job market was very saturated at that time um with people looking for jobs um which i think was an added pressure in that i'm like i'm a, I'm a little fish in a small pond really uh, like I'm a, I'm a graduate and I've got this really good degree, but I've not got a lot of experience. And unfortunately now there was quite a lot of people with experience looking for jobs. Um, so yeah, I just really hit a wall and was kind of like, what, what do I do now? If this wasn't enough, what can I do that will be enough? And what did you do next? Yeah, so this was, that was the point where I uh, spoke to some friends who have um, been in full-time jobs for a few years and had worked in uh, sectors which were quite, which has made them quite, quite useful at job applications and things like that. Um, like they've got that that writing style and they've got that uh, ability to like pick up on small details and uh, advertise themselves really well basically but that, so yeah I spoke to a few friends and got some advice on my CV and things like that um, and they just helped me um, kind of like reword things into the best way like they didn't change any content like I got quite a lot of good feedback for it which I was happy with because um, I think there was two friends that I spoke to and they, they both basically said like your content's really good you've just got to rephrase a few things and change your word and then like maybe put this bit in bold so it stands out and they can, can see this and things like that. Um, and the best piece of advice that I got as well was to every job application that you um, apply for, set up a um, a file on your computer or your laptop uh, and save everything in there. So every time you edit your CV or you update your CV, every time you apply for a job and you've got a question about customer service or a question about how you lead a team or just anything like that, save it into this document and then you can always add to it, you can always edit it. And the, the benefits of that are twofold in that you can, A, you can always build on it. So it's something that you can uh, always go back to and you can always build on every time you apply for a job. And B, if you get to a point that you're you're happy with it, it makes your job application process so much smoother and so much quicker because a lot of the time they ask very similar questions and you might just have to change a few little bits um, and you've, you've done it then. And it takes a lot of that pressure of having to do the whole application from, from scratch, really. Um, so yeah, they, they were two things that really helped me from um, some advice really. You've been on quite a journey then with applying for jobs so it sort of started out a little bit overwhelming a bit um, stressful in a way I suppose uh, where you, you weren't getting through to that interview stage even though you were submitting good uh, good applications and you were getting good feedback 
but you weren't quite getting the job. So you're now in a fantastic job as a graduate project engagement officer. Um, what do you think was really different about your applications for this role? Was anything different? What do you think changed for you? One of the big things was it was here at the University of Lincoln. Um, I think coming here as a student, I really, uh, I don't want to sound cliche and I found myself, but I really enjoyed my time here at Lincoln. There's like a real community, like I, I kind of feel like the university is um, a family really, and that like it's it's quite small and everyone knows each other really, really well, which is something I think you wouldn't get at some bigger universities. Um, there's a lot of like, all through like my, my coaching and being president of societies and things like that, like I've always um, done quite a lot of, of stuff on top of my degree um, as part of the university and that's something I really enjoyed. Um, so there was that, that it was it was for the University of Lincoln and I thought I've really enjoyed my time here as a student. It would actually be, it would be amazing if I could build on that and then make, like start a career here. So there was that, I had quite a passion to actually work here at the university. There was also the role in itself was something I kind of felt aligned with what I wanted and what my values were. So even though it's not um, sports science related, it's working with students, which is something that I've done for my whole three years here and I've loved it. Like I think students are a great community to work with. I quite liked that it was quite uh, business focused as well. So it's kind of like, uh, in a way, I'm kind of the liaison between students and businesses a lot of the time and I quite like that. Um, so it's a, it's a role that I think really, um, uh, really, I was really attracted to in general, um, both like based on my skill sets and based on like my passions and what I wanted. But I think also, I was having now had this bank of job applications that I'd done in the past. I think the main thing was I was a lot more confident about this one. I thought, like, I've done this in the past, it's not worked, but I've done this to to build on it. And now I'm I'm a lot more confident in my my ability to to apply for jobs. Um and I think now with that confidence and with that, this is a role that I really want. This isn't just I need a job, so I, I'm gonna find a job. It was I really like this job and I want this job in particular. Um and I think it, it I, that kind of drove me to get the role. That's brilliant. And I think you're absolutely right. Like when you really are passionate about a role, it yep. can help your application stand out in a different way to if you're not really as interested in it. Um, so what would you say, or is there anything you would say to current students who are currently in that stage you were in a year ago of applying for jobs, finding it a little bit overwhelming, finding some of the applications challenging? Is there anything that you would sort of say to them to sort of encourage them and keep them motivated at this time? The first thing I'd say is don't give up. Like I know it's really, it's really obvious, but I'm, like, I know exactly how it feels to be applying for jobs and just feel like you're not getting anywhere. Um, but like you will find something eventually. Like it's a very, it's a very tough time. Um, it's always a tough time as a graduate to look for a job. Um, but I think more so now than ever. But I, I think things are looking upwards and, and you will get lucky eventually. I also think uh, never be afraid to ask for advice from friends or family or uh, most importantly, the careers team, which is something I, looking back, I wish I did a lot earlier. I didn't really, um, the careers team I got help with as a student on my CV um, at one point. But other than that, I didn't really um, use the careers team as much as I wish I did. Now that I'm working here and I can see all the things that we offer, it was quite stupid of me not to really. Um, so, that's a, so whether it's from friends or family or the careers team or just anyone, um, it's always good to get a fresh pair of eyes on your on your CV or your job application or um, just get someone else to have a look. Just getting somebody to look over at what you're what you're doing and um, offer feedback can work wonders. Uh, that file I mentioned about keeping everything that's job application related in that file, as much as it's really really useful and it helps you've got this bank of responses for questions, you've got this bank of CVs for different industries and whatever else. I think the confidence, it's like it, it, you feel more prepared and because you feel more prepared, you're a lot more confident going forward into 
job applications and things like that. So that was something that really helped me um, moving forward as well. Brilliant. Thank you so much, Jordan. So I think that's all we've got time for for this episode. Um, if any students listening do want to reach out to the careers team and you haven't already, you can just visit our website, which is uolcareers.co.uk or email careers at lincoln.ac.uk. And that's for support on anything to do with your career, so your CV, your cover letter, applications, if you would like some guidance to explore your career options, and maybe you're interested in developing your employability. We've got loads and loads of resources for you. So as Jordan says, like, don't wait until you've graduated we can support you thank you so much for listening um i'll see you for the next episode